This is Caress, and child, you shoulda, coulda, woulda. Hey there, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda is basically my podcast where I'm talking to you about things I should have, could have, and would have known how I would have done them differently. That's right. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my life through my experiences, hoping that you won't make some of the same mistakes of myself and my amazing guest. So sit back, relax, and you can say, child, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. How are you? Guys, my voice is pretty much shot. (laughs) I am still recovering from this past weekend. It was Juneteenth um, here in Dallas, and my voice is still gone. Like, it's still gone. Because right after Juneteenth, I ended up catching a flight to go to New York. And when I got to New York, I actually um, ended up doing an event at the Apollo. Shouts out to my my industry wife, um, my my client, I'm her brand manager, Miss Liquid, DJ Liquid. Hey, Bay, how are you, Bay? My Bay booked a job at the Apollo Theater. They hired DJs to actually work under the marquee, so she was actually there. Um, Shutting it down, doing an incredible job. My sister came to help out and volunteer. Um, my my straight boo, <laughs> my straight boo came to help out. My straight boyfriend, he came to help us out too. Shouts out to him. And we had a really good time. We had a really good time. And, and when Liquid DJ, we actually gave out mothership bags because she has this platform called the Mothership, and that's what we were there supporting and promoting she's having a mothership event in august mark the date is going to be august the 22nd in harlem new york super excited about that more details coming soon but we were basically planting the seeds literally planting the seeds we were giving out flowers um seeds to the guests to invite them back in august and let me tell you about black people and free stuff Let me tell you about older black people and free stuff. I'm coming for my elders right now. I got cursed out. I'm sorry. We got cursed out because we ran out of gift bags. This one lady like legit was like, next time you giving out some free stuff, you make sure you got enough free stuff for everybody. And I'm like, man, we don't know how many people are going to be here. It's not like the RSVP. Literally people just walked up from the streets to get gift bags. And we came out with like handfuls of bags and we got mobbed. Like, mobbed. It was so funny. <laughs> so I did that over the weekend. Also, um, I, I finally, um, I, I have part of my furniture. Because you all know I moved. I don't have all my furniture yet. Um, but I do have part of my furniture. And then also um, this weekend, shout out to Slay Models. Um, Slay Models did their Slay Model search. Um, they shot season two 
Uh, I think season one already aired on Here TV, but season two is coming up next. And uh, I actually was an associate producer on this project. Me and my 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 work sister, aka Miss Carez, who helped come up with the idea to put Shitakura together. You know, we own. Um, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but I own a beauty consulting firm, Rose Neal Consulting. I feel like I told y'all this, but just in case I didn't, um, check us out, www.roseneal.com. But um, Karez and I actually were associate producers. We helped secure the makeup and hair sponsors. Speaking of, shouts out to Moonplay Cosmetics that did a dynamic job at custom making makeup products. Moonplay is amazing. Shouts out to Jessica Camper. I love you, Jessica. You're incredible. Jessica actually was my boss many, many years ago, and she walked out on faith, created her own brand, turning it, done incredible stuff with with Pose. Oh, just amazing. And then also Amika Hair Care. Hi, Jamie. My friend Jamie works over there. Um, Amika jumped on to, you know, donate some products as well. And it went really well. And if you don't know about Slay Model Management, Slay Model Management is the only all-exclusive model agency for transgender men and women um totally an ally for the community and isis king was signed there Leif ashley was signed there the incredible dominic jackson uh, and so many others but shouts out to them but anyways i think i caught y'all oh my documentary yes so I teased last week that I was doing something major with my client, Angel Jackson, and with Warmel. And that something major is I am the executive producer and director of Being Black in Porn, which is a documentary that follows um, four adult entertainers, their day-to-day life, and it talks about how the Black Lives Matter movement has actually impacted them and what it's like being a man of color working in the adult entertainment industry. So, Mama, I'm not in a porn. I'm not in a porn, but I am producing a documentary about the industry. For the record, not judging anyone that does porn, um, but my mama would kill me. And honestly, I don't have the body type or the endowment to be a porn star. I'm just saying. My thing ain't hanging all the way down to my knee. I'm I'm an average type of man. I mean, I don't use it anyways on my bottom, but you know, it is a nice little ornament to play with and the man in my life have not complained about it. And I am sharing too much. <laughs> sharing TMI. But I do got some cakes on me though. I got some cakes. Anyways. <laughs> oh my God. I went there. I did. Let's talk about today. All right. So today on Shoulda, Coulda, Woulda, We are calling this episode, Shoot Your Shot. Yes, Shoot Your Shot. And especially like dating now during like the social age, like I really want to find out like what attracts you to people, what do you lead with and things like that. All right, so we have to go to commercial, but we'll be right back and yes, talk to you soon. You love me? No, like seriously, you love me? Well, apparently you do. You keep listening to the podcast. Well, wait, I have some great news for you. Not only do you have to listen to the podcast, now you have the opportunity to see me shoot the podcast. That's right. You can actually watch me live record my podcast every Wednesday by following me on Big O. What's Big O? 
Big O's is hot new app that allows you to follow your favorite celebrities, celebrities, performers, or even homegirls. It's really easy. Just go to your app store on your phone, download Big O, and follow your favorite, in my case, celebrity or podcast host. My user ID is O'Neal Appeal. That's O-N-E-A-L-A-P-P-E-A-L to follow me and find out what's happening throughout my day weekly. I spend about two hours a day on Big O having a good old time. So go and download the app now. I'll see you there on Big O. B-I-G-O. All right, so shoot your shot. So the world is opening up again. And I know for me, I recently got out of a relationship and I'm in a space right now where I'm really focused on Dwight. I'm really focused on me and what it is I need. And I actually saw a really good friend over this weekend, Bryce. Hi, Bryce, if you're listening. And um, Bryce actually said to me, he was like, why do you attract the men that you attract? And... Basically, he told me that I treat myself like I'm a Nissan and I'm a fucking Porsche. And I'm letting dudes that cannot afford a Porsche ride me. And saying that to me, I'm just like, well, first off, it took me a second to try on the fact that I'm a Porsche, you know? And what's so funny is like, in my day-to-day casual conversation, I'll be like, yeah, I'm that bitch, I'm that person. But oftentimes we say those things but we don't feel that way about ourselves. So although I'm verbalizing, I'm a Porsche, but in the back of my mind, do I feel that way? And I have to be honest, based on the men that I have dated and attracted in my life, and not all of y'all, if you're listening, but a majority of you, I have allowed myself to let anything ride around in my Porsche. And if you don't earn something, you don't take care of it. You don't. Think about when you were little and you wanted that new pair of shoes. And I know in my household, my mom would make me work for it. Had to do extra chores, had to save my money, had to make it happen that way. And let's say if I made, you know, the shoe was like $75 and I was able to save up, you know, $35. She'll put in the difference for me because she saw me put in that effort and actually try. Or maybe based on your grades, you rewarded something. And you cherished and you valued those things. But things you don't work for to get, you don't value them. And I think when it comes to my heart, in the beginning, yes, I make people work for it. But after a while, I'm just giving it away freely and giving it away to people that don't deserve my time, don't deserve my attention, don't deserve my love. And that's just keeping it 100. And in, so, so how do you shoot your shot? I know for me, you have to ask the question, what attracts you? And when, when I think of someone I'm attracted to, and this is definitely now that I've gotten older, I like a charming asshole. What's a charming asshole? A charming asshole is like, so think when you were, okay, so think like, no one really likes someone that's too nice. Mm, yeah. I said out loud, y'all, y'all know it's true. Because somebody's really, really nice, we run them over. And I've done it. There have been some really amazing, incredible men in my life. And I didn't necessarily treat them the best. And I wasn't really that interested because I felt like I could run them over or push them over. I wanted someone that was going to be like stand up to me and be strong and call me out on my sugar honey iced tea, but still be 
charming and nice. So I call them charming assholes. Shameless plug. Speaking of charming assholes, I have a charming asshole um, tank top on my website. Check it out now. www.oneelappeal.com slash shop. Get your charming asshole tank top and go to the gym. But yeah, for me, <laughs> I'm like a charming asshole. But really ask yourself, what is that attracts you about somebody? Is it, you know, tall, chocolate, cornbread, like dark and tall, dark and handsome, which I never understood what that meant because people would describe a tall, dark and handsome person in movies and the person that would get on the screen wasn't tall, dark and handsome. Sometimes they'd be white and I'm like, but he's not dark. Wait. Oh, my producer's like, he's tanned white. He's tanned. <laughs> my bad. I didn't know. I didn't know. But um, what do you lead with? Like, do you lead with looks, education, accomplishments? I know for me, when I was younger, I led with looks. I really did. Like, he needs to be fine. And now, looks is still up there, but I honestly like to lead with, like, drive and determination. Like, if you don't have drive and determination, I am not going to be interested in you. I mean, if you're listening to this, clearly you follow my career. Like, you know, I have so many jobs and ambitions. Like, seriously, I, I own a beauty consulting firm. I own a production company. I am a celebrity manager. I do consulting for, um, for studios. Like, I do a ton of, of stuff. I am on Bego. I am a host on Bego. I own an agency on Bego. I do coaching on Bego. I'm an author. I'm a writer. I'm a filmmaker. Like, I am an executive producer for one of my best friend's companies. Like, I do a lot. So I usually wake up, honestly, at like 4 o'clock in the morning, and I start, like, doing work. And then I'll do, like, that's when I do, like, a lot of interviews or anything I need to write, like, that early in the morning. And then I'll go to bed at like maybe like 6.30, I'll go back to bed. I'll wake up at 8.39. And then now I'm going to the gym. That's my routine. I'm going to the gym because I got to, you know, lose this COVID weight. And I'm working out. So if I'm doing all this and I get home from the gym and you still in bed, you ain't did nothing, I'm getting turned off. And I have to be honest with my ex, that was something that bothered me. I really did love this person. Dearly, severely, he was a sweetheart. I had a heart of gold. But I felt he wasn't motivated. And to his defense... You know, he was in the middle of COVID, lost a job. Like, he wasn't excited about life. So I could see why he wasn't motivated. But I'm like, I need you to get motivated because motivation is what turns me on. Motivation is going to get me nice and excited and ready to rip your clothes off of you. We'll be right back. This is a moment in Shoulda. Coulda, woulda. All right, all right, all right. All right, guys. So today, <laughs> I am actually talking about. <laughs> Do y'all guys remember Trick Daddy? You know Trick Daddy, the rapper, the rapper down yonder in uh, Miami, Florida. Well, Trick Daddy's restaurant score has fallen from a four point six to a four point in the last hour, the fastest fall of restaurant score in the last two years. Thanks to Beyonce. Actually, wait, wait. Y'all, it dropped again. It's 2.9. Well, let me tell you what happened. So, Trick Daddy apparently went on Clubhouse. Shouts out to those of you that are on Clubhouse. 
Yes, Clubhouse is another new app that emerged during the pandemic, along with Bigo. Shameless plug. Check out Bigo. Want to be a host on Bigo? Check me out. www.hostonbigo.com. That's B-I-G-O. Anyways, so Trick Daddy went on Clubhouse trying to say that Beyonce Giselle Knowles cannot sing. <laughs> In the matter of seconds, the beehive attacked, stormed, swarmed. He even went on to come for her husband. Now, you know, I recently forgave Jay-Z for his infidelities, you know, whatever. Some men fall out of pocket and Beyonce can forgive him. I guess I can. But he said that Jay-Z is not the greatest rapper alive in NYC. Like, he really was coming for them. And you know who came for him? The Beehive. The Beehive immediately went to Google. Immediately made the reviews on his restaurant drop. So imagine if Clubhouse never existed. Trick Daddy might not be in this pickle. But I won't do that to Clubhouse because I like Clubhouse, but I am going to say this. Imagine if Trick Daddy had just left his mouth shut. Just kept it shut. He shoulda. He coulda. He woulda. But he just didn't. This has been a moment in shoulda, coulda, woulda. Okay, so for me, dating and shooting your shot is just, it's so interesting. And I think about Nathan Seven Scott, my mentor, who visited me last night in my dream. Nathan visited me last night and told me he was very proud of me. And it was a beautiful thing. He's very, very proud of me. And I mean, I've been, I've been sacrificing. So I'm practicing celibacy right now. Um, again, connecting myself. And this is when, when you're not trying to date nobody, that's when everyone's around. Okay. So this weekend, legit, there was this guy that was all in my grill trying to talk to me. And he was such, 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 such my type. <laughs> I saw him at the Juneteenth celebration, like from across the way like he wasn't even near me and i made sure i didn't look his direction and bam he comes close and i'm thinking this man ain't gonna try to talk to me he ain't gonna try to talk to me he tried to talk to me and i'm like dwight don't do it don't do it and he had on a fear god shirt and that was like god telling me now you told me you ain't gonna date nobody so i'm gonna send this man over there and test you no, nah, that one God test me. That was nothing but the devil because God would never have did that to me. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was getting a ton of attention. I'm just like, why is this happening now? Where was this attention before I got on the I'm not going to date nobody bandwagon? I'm going to, you know, spend time with Dwight Allen O'Neill and, and reconnect with myself. When was it then? But um, the other thing I want to give you advice on is be wise enough to listen to what a person is not saying. It's not what they're saying. It's what they're not saying we need to listen out for. And oftentimes, we just listen to people. And a prime example is, I remember I was in a situation where on a very public panel, my then partner was accused of sending out a dick picture to someone on Bigo. And... It was brought to my attention. Well, actually, my partner brought it to my attention before I heard about it in the app. Like, my partner actually was like, babe, I was on this panel and, you know, 
they were talking about do deals. And so on this app, a do deal means like you're exchanging, you know, pictures for beans. So the way Bigo works, let me explain Bigo. So Bigo is where you're a broadcaster where you go live, similar to like on Instagram Live. But on Bigo, you get paid. So people can gift you. They can throw beans at you and hearts and things like that. And they actually equate to dollars. And if you're a host on the app, um, you earn a certain amount of beans per month and a certain amount of hours, and you get paid a very lucrative salary. If you are interested in becoming a host, hit me up. I own an agency. Um, check out my website, www.hostonbigo.com. That's B-I-G-O, Bigo. Anyways, so sometimes people exchange like nude pictures in order to get beans. So apparently my boyfriend at the time was on a panel exchanging nude pictures for beans. And he brought it to my attention before I could hear about it on the, the app because I'm fairly popular on the app. So of course I would have heard about it. And so um, he didn't tell me he didn't do it. He was telling me what happened. And in the way he, his tone was, it, it allowed me to infer that obviously he didn't do it. And my intuition was probably like, well, did he do it? But then Dwight was like, well, child, he wouldn't be telling you what happened if he did it. Fast forward a few days later, my brother in the app reached out to me and let me know what happened. Sidebar, why is my brother always the one to let me know when a nigga in my life, and excuse me for using the N-word, because I don't use the N-word, but right now I did, do some fuckboy shit. Like, for real. (laughs) When I was dating that boy, I don't want to say his name, but in my book, where he asked to give my brother fellatio and my brother turned her down and had to come and tell me. Like, it's always him finding out the tea. Always. Anyways, back to the story. Come to find out, he did do it. And my brother asked me, what is it that I would need to have as proof for me to, to feel justified? I was like, because he told me about it. You know, I don't think he did it. I was like, I need to see the picture. So what did my brother do? He sent me a picture of the penis and I know my man's penis. And I also know the damn beat up flip-flops he owned. And he was standing so I could see the floor. And I'm like, yeah, that is a dick picture. That's also the same dick picture he sent me when we first started dating. So it was old. So it was an old picture, whatever. And so then I confronted him about it. And then he told the truth. And I'm like, why do you have to tell the truth now that I'm telling you about it? And it goes back to be wise enough to listen to what a person is not saying. We'll be back. Are your chakras aligned? (laughs) I know mine are. You should definitely ensure that your chakras are aligned. Take a moment each day to kind of meditate and reset. If you need some coaching around that, you should talk to my homegirl, Jessica, from Just Be Inspired. Jessica is an incredible Reiki master that can get your chakras right aligned and everything back flowing. She owns a crystal shop where you can buy incredible crystals, like maybe a rose quartz or an onyx for protection. And she even does coaching. She is the Jack or the Jill of all trades. If you want to create your greatness, shift some things around, and maybe just be inspired, go and check out Jessica on Instagram at just be inspired. That's J-E-S-S-B-E-I-N-S-P-I-R-E-D. Just be inspired. And remember, create your greatness and stay inspired. 
son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. What the French toast? Do you think I wouldn't find out about your little doo-doo head cootie queen? Who are you calling a cootie queen, you lint liquor? It's all you, cumquat! You're overreacting. No, Bill, overreacting was when I put your convertible into a wood chipper. Stinky McStink face! You Hoboken. The other suggestion that I would have for you is start off small. Don't be like, hey, you know, I'm obsessed with you, but more like, I like this cool thing that you do. Or you look really cute when you get annoyed. Something like that. So, well, let's rewind. So this one's shooting your shot with like someone you've been checking out at work or somebody that you know in your friend circle that you like. Um, don't be lean when I'm obsessed, but just be like, you know, you get really cute when you can't figure out how to reset your iPhone. Imagine if like somebody that was interested you said that or your crush, how it would make you smile. I know there is someone I used to have a serious crush on. Um, hopefully he's not listening, but um, I know that I used to find it so cute that like if I went to a restaurant, because we'd go out to eat from oftentimes, we'd go out to eat often. And like, if I ordered a different glass of wine other than my Chardonnay, he'd be like, wait, you're not having Chardonnay. And the fact that he noticed that, it was just, it was so cute to me. Or if we went to the bar and he ordered his tequila and soda, he would instantly order my Tito's and soda because he knew that when at a club, that's what I drink. Like, that was so cute. And I think that little things like that of letting someone know you like them, although I don't think he liked me like that, unfortunately, but, <laughs> or if he did, I missed that boat. I think I definitely just missed the boat. But um, yeah, enough about that. <laughs> but I think that's cute. Like that's so, that's an adorable way of letting someone know like I'm into you. It's starting out small, getting a temperature check as to how they respond and then progressing from there. All right. Studies have shown that kindness is more physical attractive to others. Also, it's no, a known fact that if, if you compliment, complimentary, flirt, the person will definitely check you out. Doesn't mean they're interested, but they'll definitely check you out. So if you offer a compliment to someone, even for a second, they're going to look at you like, do I like this person like this? Like, mm, he just flirted with me. Do I want to give him a shot? If you know they're going to do that, really think next on the next thing you're going to do immediately. Like, is that next thing going to turn them off? Because sometimes, have you been in a situation where someone gives you a compliment and you're like, oh, that's sweet. And they're like, so when are you going to let me hit that? And you're like, ugh, why you do that? Why you just mess up the compliment? You just, you took two steps forward and went a negative 10 steps back. Like, what the heck? Have you been in that situation? And for total strangers, a little advice for you. Start with the hello, beautiful, handsome, sexy, what's up, sups, what you into, and et cetera. Unless you're trying to get blocked, okay? Are you looking for sex? Because ain't nobody, no. Like, stop with that. Especially, like, sliding in the DMs, because we know that's the thing now, too. People sliding in the DMs. And if you slide someone's DM, like, you can slide in the DM and compliment their picture or say something, you know, cute that I love on Mondays, you know, you post such and such. It's very inspirational. All right? But hitting up with the up, sup, beautiful, up, sexy, what's up? Yeah. You... A, you're going to get blocked, or B, the person is like, you're just looking for sex. And if you're not just looking for sex, then don't lead that way because that's 
giving the wrong impression. If you are looking for sex, all right, just expect that you might get sex or you may not get sex. You just never know. Look at your approach. All right. Also, try to leave an open-ended compliment, similar to an open-ended question, so you at least get a response. All right? Think of dip, direct, intentional, and polite. So when you compliment, I need you to dip. Be direct, intentional, and polite. You got it? Dip and nay-nay, and dip and nay-nay, and dip and nay-nay. We'll be back. authentically was the message that Pastor Eddie Lawrence preached to his flock, but his truth went no further than the pulpit. Although he was openly bisexual on social media, the cleric was often sidetracked by being closeted within his church. Living the light with Tierra for all his congregation to see was one thing, and living a separate secret life with O'Neill, however, would completely flip his life all the way around. Trapped between living authentically and maintaining a facade for family and church forces Pastor Lawrence to make some choices that are detrimental to all those around him. Taking a break from the secluded life of his ministry and preaching virtually seems to be the solution to his unholy dilemma until his real life inevitably catches up with him. New relationships, both male and female, give the cleric temporary pleasure. Abiyad with lots of drama, Tierra is pushing Pastor Lawrence to marry her, while O'Neill instead encourages him to live his life in the truth, finding himself entangled in lies, sex, addictions, and webs of deception. Pastor Lawrence must struggle to reconcile these soul-wrenching contradictions, all while trying to preach the word of God every Sunday. Collar Confessions, Sharing the Man of God. Only $9.99 on www.oneillappeal.com. In case you didn't know, y'all, that's my new book. <laughs> Inspired by heartache and motherfucking pain. <laughs> the last flight out of here? Yes, sir. You might have to go straight to the airport. Okay. I don't have no luggage. I'm, I'm rolling. But it's better for you to go home than not have luggage. No, it's not. It's yes. not. I, where y'all coming out there? What's it like to send your luggage? Speaking of sliding into DMs, and it's actually funny because the story I'm about to share with you, I actually saw this guy over the weekend. He was in town for Dallas Pride. But um, I remember a guy slid in my DMs once. He was telling me how much he enjoyed my perspective on a panel he saw me speaking on. And then he went on to invite me out for a drink. Long story short, we met up. I thought he was cute. And his firm actually built my website. We dated for a little bit. I mean, we did break up, but now he's really like glowed up. Like, he doing really well for himself. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Because <laughs> we broke up because of me. I actually ended things. But, like, his glow-up is real. But my glow-up is real, too. Um, but anyways, long story short, because of his class, I put him in the category of the one who got away. And I actually don't have too many guys in my book, literally my book, about the one that got away. But he is actually one that I consider because he actually was a great boyfriend. And to be honest, I only ended things because he lived far from me. And I mean, people that know me are like, well, Dwight, you do long distance relationships. I do if you're a positive person. Like we get on the phone, he'd be complaining about stuff all the time. I'm like, child, I'm not trying to be a phone with you, you're complaining. I got better things to do. But um, yeah, he shot a shot and it was successful. I mean, my advice to you and myself is we got to stop, you know, being afraid of shooting our shot. 
We have to because we we are afraid to shoot our shot because of failing or rejection. And it psychs us out. Even if your compliment leads nowhere, at least you brighten somebody's day. We got to put awesome energy into the world, guys. And so by giving someone a compliment, that's all you're doing. That's all you're doing. I know for me, um, I'm in this space of really trying to just love me more and treating myself like a Porsche. One of my favorite books that I have ever read was actually um, The Secret. And it really transformed the way that I look at life and the way that I look at myself and how I had the power to create my greatness. I have the power to do anything that I want in the world and no one can prevent that from happening but me. So I was reading the part where Rhonda Bynes was talking about, you know, trying to manifest more money. So she went to her checking account. She would draw all her money, all her accounts, off her credit cards. She went down the streets and just passed out money to strangers, just passed out money to actually receive that. Well, one of my really good friends actually went, went away last year and I end up buying a bunch of greeting cards because they were going to be away from me. So each week I wanted to like send them a card and it was just a friend, but it was like cute cards with like loving messages and like hopeful messages and things like that of inspiration. And uh, cause they asked us not to call them or anything, but they want to hear from us, like write a letter. So I was like, I'm going to send this bitch a card every week. So my friend ended up only going away for a week and a half because they said, child, I couldn't do it. And came back home. So I had all these greeting cards because they were going to be gone for like months. So I went to the bank recently, like actually two months ago, um, after I found out that the last person I was dating, um, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm not. But um, after I found out they weren't faithful, I'll just say that. I went to the bank and I withdrawed. I took out like $200. And I got tens and I put, I stuffed the envelopes of all these cards with $10 bills. And I went to the Lower East Side of New York City. And guys, I passed out the cards to couples that I saw. And I don't know if they were boyfriend and girlfriends or boyfriend and boyfriends or whatever, but people that I saw like coupled up, I gave them the card to one of the, pe- one of the people and I was like, told them, take the other person out with this card. And they're like, what? I'm like, I'm not crazy. I'm not insane. I know we're in the middle of COVID virus, coronavirus, but I want you to go and like take this person out and like show them love. And I just did that and ran around. And then the last card I had, I actually saw someone had got a parking ticket on this car. And I said, well, they're going to be mad when they get outside and see this parking ticket. So I actually put the card on their, um, underneath the windshield wiper next to the parking ticket. I said, well, at least when I get this parking ticket, they're going to see this card. It's going to brighten their day. And I felt so much love and I gave this out with love and with energy and the energy I put out, I was putting out toward whoever God is sending my way, whatever partner is making his way to me. And that was the energy that I put out. And I thought it was really, really awesome because if you want to get love, you got to give love. And that was my way of shooting my shot into the universe. And I'm going to leave us on that. Yes, that's going to be my final thought for today. So go out and shoot your shot. Shoot your shot in the universe. And remember, post-pandemic, 
Guys, we all need to practice our social skills. As the world opens back up, remember to shoot your shot, lead with love, and don't be afraid of getting a little rejection because at least you brighten someone's day. I love you for listening. God bless. Uh-oh, that's all of today's episode of Shoulda, Coulda, Woulda. But wait, I'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new one. Thank you so much for listening. God bless. <laughs>